0: Welcome to the Working Mama Podcast, a show that provides real-world tips, tricks, and advice to all working mamas on how they can have a career, family, and hopefully one day break the glass ceiling. Well, hello there, Mama. Welcome back to the very first podcast of 2024. I can't believe it's 2024. You know what? I've just celebrated four years of doing this podcast and I remember when I first started it, I just wanted to be able to help one other person just pay it forward. I had a few ideas and oh my goodness, I think it's like 110 episodes later, here we are. It's definitely been a journey, it's been a ride and if you've listened to, if this is your first episode, welcome. If this is a regular listener, thank you so much, Uh, really, really appreciate it. So 2024, how exciting. I have to say it's been a bit of a, probably a slower start to for me for 2024. So did get away with the family uh, down the beach, which was lovely. Also had a few day trips in and around Melbourne. I've then gone back to work and the corporate gig. is going really well. But I've also, my eldest son is about to start school in two weeks. So, oh my goodness, if you've got a child starting school or if you've had one, geez the feels and the emotions not only it's probably more from me than uh than my son he's so excited he had his kinder graduation the other day and it was just the most beautiful thing dressed up in a cap and a gown and and the like but I you know even today I pick him up from the last time at childcare, and I was getting a little bit emotional and I was like oh my goodness I can't believe this is the end of an era and I've really been reflecting on what it's like. And I think I might do a whole other podcast episode around it. But it's been really, it's been a journey. So as much as work and my corporate gig is starting to ramp up, I've also then still really been like, no, I've got my kit. And that's sort of probably where my head's at a little bit more. Uh, also just going through a few things um, in my personal world. So it's just a lot going on. Uh, but I'm very excited to be back for 2024. I put the call out on social media the other week of actually getting ideas and inputs and what are your challenges at the moment to get ideas into into content and, uh, you know, what would you like to see or who would you even like to see on the podcast. I actually had someone suggest a minister, which would be amazing, but, you know, you know, you never know what's possible. Uh, so, yeah, that's where we're at. Uh, if, you know, you're listening to this and you've got an idea or you like a topic, Karina, you know, it'd be I'd love to hear about this or I'd love to hear someone speak about this. That's what I love doing is is hearing the feedback uh, and, and you know, and then finding someone or getting a recommendation from someone um, on how to do it. So look, this podcast is definitely more for probably professional women um, that working in, you know, working working for the man, as they say. Uh, but also if you've got a small business, there's a lot that, that still really resonates you, but particularly women that have, you know, got one, two, you know, multiple kids, uh, but certainly early on in that journey of, of being a working mum. But I know there's a lot of women that certainly, you know, going into the school phase like I am, of actually then, right, how do I do this? Because the juggle, no matter if you've got a six-week-old, a six-year-old, a 16-month-old, the juggle is still there. And I think we all struggle with it, we all navigate it, and it's all a journey. And so that's where as well in the next couple of weeks I'll be opening up the doors as well to the Working Mama Village. So definitely join the wait list and there'll be some specials just for that. If you are on the waitlist, so definitely stay keep an eye out for that. But that's where the Working Mama Village comes, and it's really focused around is, is helping normalize some of those challenges, uh, and also having those conversations, having those difficult conversations. Oh my goodness, how are we going to do this? I go in there all the time and ask questions, and and certainly share some of my experiences as well. But there's a whole lot of masterclasses, and but really, what people join, as they always say, join for the content, but stay for the community, and I think that's what's really important. But as we know. You know, I know in my own world that there's not everyone that has definitely the, you know, maybe the professional career and things like that. So being able to normalize some of that is, is certainly really helpful. And that's where we, um you know, help help you in the uh, the working mama village. So definitely stay tuned for that. Now getting into today's topic for the episode, what I want to actually chat with you about is about managing the mum mindset. And this is then in 2024, as I say, you know, a lot of these, you know, a lot of this topic particularly has been around for forever, Um, our mindset. And certainly as well, the last couple of years I've really seen it is that mum mindset. And I've experienced this definitely personally in my own right of my mindset, what I feel like I should be doing because, you know, society and patriarchal systems, versus what I want to be doing and also what's best for my family. And so that's where you know, having, I just want to chat with you about it today is is also about managing that my my mindset. And also what I want to go through, I've come up with a few ideas. I've seen this around on a few posts. So I thought I'd turn into a podcast is about what's in and what's out for 2024. Uh, And this is definitely very centered around mindsets as well. So, we've all heard of the growth first, the fixed mindset. You know, growth that you're always seeing opportunities and development, and you're also working on yourself. And then fixed is, right, that's the way it's going to be. I can't do anything about it. And certainly, I'm sure we can all think of someone. As soon as we say growth mindset, yeah, we can instantly think of someone. And we've also certainly come up around some people that have got a lot of fixed mindsets as well. And look, it's okay to probably have a bit of both, in, you know, at different times. But also what I'd like to, you know, speak with you about is about the the notion and the concept of the mum mindset. And I'd say that, you know, the mum mindset is really that feeling of we need to do it all. We're being, you know, ingrained that we need to do it all. That we've also then got the mindset, we've got a million and one things going through our Brains when you know we're at work, but like at the moment, I'm thinking of like school and what do I need to do, and but even reflecting on the emotions and things like that. So, I've got all these thoughts and things like that. We've, we process something like 60 000 to 80,000 thoughts a day, and I think also, certainly, as a mom, we could probably multiply that like 10 times over because we're not just thinking about what we've got to do personal life, it's family, I'm um, sorry, and professional, but also what the kids, how they're thinking, feeling, and husbands, and every families, and extended families, and you name it. So the mum's mindset mindset's always in overdrive, and we're trying to plan and think about what all the different options, uh, whilst you know <laughs> going through the motions, uh, but also really you know sometimes taking on that element of oh look I need to do this because this is what I you know everyone around me is doing or the systems and structures and things like that. Uh, so that's where I'd sort of say. If you've the chance, just sit down and reflect, what are those stories that you're telling yourself? Where are they coming from? And that's a lot where our mindset is, is you know, our mindset is the stories and the thoughts that we've had, or those experiences that are that are saying it. I don't, you know, someone has, you know, what maybe one time has said one thing to me, but that has definitely stayed. Um, and I had a great aunt that was very inspirational for me. And sometimes she only sat she I don't only saw her. Particularly when I was younger, um, a, a few times. But she'd had great career, um, and and was really had a lot of impact, and and certainly was quite profound influence on me. And so she'd say one thing, and I'd I'd hold on to that dear and tight, but in a really positive way. But conversely, as well, you know, you might have someone that says something negative, or even doesn't say anything at all, and that can also then impact you. So when you're going through some of these experiences, particularly, as I say, in the mum mindset, you can see me talking in inverted commas. Um, but, you know, we're needing to do it all. You know, why do we think that we need to do it all? Is it because people around us or what our mothers or our grandmothers were doing? Um, I even had the experience the other day of my mum saying, oh, I need to, um, you know, still be able to have the family over and do it all and host it all because, you know, you, if you lose it, you, you know, if you don't do it, you lose it. And I'm like, well, i like, I love my mom, but at the same time, I'm like, you don't need to do it all. It's okay to ask for help. And it's been interesting because I really reflected on it thinking, no, I don't want that. I don't want to have to be able to do it all. And my role model was my mom saying, I need to do it all. So that's the stories that has been, you know, been told to me. And I've then had to sort of rewire my thinking, particularly around being asked for help. Uh, A good friend of mine from mother's group, I remember the very first time she actually, I met her. In the group circle at Mother's Group, she said, You know, you ask for help, you open yourself, that door is open, and people will offer help to you. But if you say no, that closes the door. So it's one of those things like it's those things that can really sit with you and and have a positive impact. But also, what are those stories? You know, for our mindset that we are and we're feeling like we're busy and things like that, why? why don't we then ask for help why are we you know feeling like we need to do it all is it because we've read an article we've seen someone on instagram instagram is like literally like a microsecond of that person's life for that day or that week that you're seeing that photo you don't know the behind the scenes so don't compare yourself there think about what's best for you and your family you know even sit down write, you know grab a cup of tea or a coffee and reflect You know, what's causing you the most amount of stress and anxiety as you look out to 2024, you're thinking, oh my goodness, how am I going to do this? Like I've already had that thought. How am I going to manage school hours, 9 till 3.30 into the 9 till 5 workday? I still don't have the answer. Anyone got it? Let me know. But one way that I can control it I know that I work four days a week in my corporate job. My husband and I have already sat down and had a chat, right? Okay, he's going to need to go on after school care this day, this day, Will grandparents help, and then pick him up early on another day, or I'll finish work early on another day. So we're like, right, this we can manage. It's an element of control. So I'm like, no, why do I not like after school care? No, because of like maybe something my mum had said to me. And after school care, I've seen elements of child care, how much good they've got out of it. It's changed a lot. So I'm like, right, I need to just change my mindset and just see how it goes. Look, Happy to be proven wrong, otherwise. But I need to do my job, uh, and both my husband and I have got our careers. So you know, the the kids need to do it as well. And look, they love—they've loved childcare for definitely my son for the last four and a half years, um, almost five. And you know, we'll see how we go. But it's one of those things. I just have to rewire my mindset. Why am I so? Why have I got to high to primary school and thinking that after-school care might be not so good? I don't know. It's because of probably some of those systems and what I've read and things but I just need to test it out to see if it works for our family and I'm not saying you know if you if you can make it work amazing but this is what I need to just do so I just as an example about what are the stories that are being told to me to go oh why am I being made to feel guilty but side note yes 9 till three thirty is not ideal um, for the nine to typical nine to five work day so yeah it's just one of those things like reflect on what are you feeling most stressed about or what's going to you thinking that's going to cause you the most grief and anxiety looking out for this year but also on the flip side of that what are you really looking forward to uh and you know recognize that but also what are those things you're like nah, i'm not doing that no way i'm going to outsource that or i'm going to swap it i'm going to stop doing it it might be something like right i'm not going to do it all and i'm going to get a cleaner if you can afford it and things like that highly recommend it it might be one of those things that you like look that mindset of having to worry about it it goes so again it can come back to having a conversation with your husband or your partner or anyone else even in your village around the mental load what does it look like how can it help you define you know your your journey this year and think about how you want to feel, like how do you want to feel at different points throughout the year and how can you work towards it and what are those, what does that look like for you to create that that vision and to even from a mindset perspective, how do you want it to look like? If you can't name it and you don't have that, you're not going to then be able to work towards it as a goal. I've, for example, got a, a goal to do a half marathon this year. I've seen it from um, one of the former members of the Working Mama Village, um, Christy. Massive shout-out to you. Um, She's inspired me to, like, get off my bum. I've been talking about this for ages. I'd love to do a half marathon. So this year is the year. I'm saying it. Fingers crossed I do it in October. But it's one of those things I need to be able to go, right, I've got to prioritise my time. I've got to plan my – I've got to do my exercise, build up my runs, build up my core and things like that. But I've actually named it. I want to make it happen. It's things like that with your, from a mum mindset perspective, what is, what, what is a goal for you? You're like, right, I don't want to feel this way, but how do you want to feel? What's something that you could lose, stop doing, have a conversation with you around to do it. So take a have a break, have a cuppa, you know, have a coffee in the morning, even just even on your, maybe your way to work or in a commute, think about how you want to think and feel and what are the steps that you need to put into place. Obviously, you could join the Working Mama Village and we've got a whole lot of resources around there to support you um, and definitely be your cheerleaders. But it's one of those things, like what is it that you really want to feel and, and shed if you're like, oh, my goodness, I'm made, made to feel guilty. Guilt is coming from you know, other stories that people are making you feel build a, a, you know bad about because, oh, I've seen this and I should feel guilty and things like that. You know what? what? I feel a lot less guilty now that I know my values and I know my why about why I'm working. People make me want to feel guilty for working four days a week and still being career orientated. Yes, but I know that I come back to my why and I have a lot less guilt. So just think about that with your with your mum mindset, and and that's where it's like right. How can I manage this? You can have a be a mum and have a career, but I have to say you don't have to do it all. And so don't you know rewire some of those stories that they're coming from. Also reflect on where are those stories coming from. So now just moving on from that. So grab a pen, grab a paper, think about that exercise. I'd also like to go through a few things that I think that should be in for twenty twenty four. And then definitely, there should there's some outs that should be kicked to the curb. The first one is for 2024. Is the I'm going to go through the ins first. The first one is about prioritizing self. I have had so many conversations with some friends um, and just even colleagues about how much people are really saying we need to focus on our mental health, mental wellbeing, uh, and also their just physical health and and just prioritising themselves because we all get caught up so much in life with kids and everything else that happens. We've just got busy, particularly after coming out of COVID, but we need to prioritise ourselves because, you know, mum's the heartbeat of the family. So definitely that's my in, you know, prioritise ourselves, number one, and just making sure we, we, you know, fill fill our cups and and have time for self-care Number two, it's about flexible working and also flexibility. It's not just about working from home and working that, but it's also about flexibility. And sometimes it's about, you know, having the opportunity and also the employer that is giving you the empowerment to do that. I know there's a whole lot of reports with media articles about, you know, different companies going back to work and things like that. Do you know what? Be vocal about it and saying, look, I need to do this and, and have that, you know, you don't need to always be seen 24 seven people travel and the like. So, um, you know, people work quite consistently and there's ways of collaboration. And certainly if you can still go in the office and I'm all for hybrid working. But it's also about flexibility. Um, like for example, as I said, I want to be able to pick up my son a bit earlier on a Friday. So what do I do? I might work a little bit later one night, or I might work and you know a couple of little do a little bit on my day off or something, just so I've got that flexibility. So I can choose when I want to work, and that's my decision. It's not going to be for everyone, but I know it's my decision because I'm like right, I want to be able to sort of take it out from here, but I'll give credits in in this spot. And also having organizations that show the flexibility, you know, leaders leading by example with flexibility, leading loudly to, you know, even go get their kids or something like that. And just on that as well, my uh, other element for an in is about having male champions of change. I have to say, I've already seen all the things around International Women's Day and, and things. And I have to say, you know, that the cupcakes are going to come out and, and the like, but I'm a little bit exhausted as well from these days and I've seen them, you know, seen the increase in, in that. And I have to say I love this year UN's theme around um, financial fitness for women. But we all know, you know, you get a hundred women in the room. We all know what we need to do to change. But also we're not talking to fifty percent of the workforce. We're over fifty percent of the workforce sometimes. And that's the males. We need our male allies to come along we need the you know the men to go oh yeah i need to pick up the kids from childcare. not just have that expectation it's going to fall to the women again back to that women's mindset how can we change it get the men involved not only just your partner but also the men in the workplace um some something little as well that um i've read about about getting men to pick up the plates for example at the end of say a lunch meeting so it doesn't just fall to the women that will naturally just clean it all up So, again, having those male champions of change, getting them to call it out, just don't be, you know, get them to be stereotypes and things like that. Um, And so that's where we really need, you know, men to think about, well, how can they, you know, help the women in their workplace, help the women at home so we can actually have equality because equality is, you know, we need the men coming along for the journey. And just with that as well, another in for me is about sharing the load. I am so upset how much we are just expecting of women to do so much again it comes back to that mum mindset but a really big part of it as well is about having that conversation and forcing it upon ourselves to share the load yes it is difficult and annoying sometimes when you when you say to your partner or your husband oh can you do this and they then ask the 50,000 other questions to say oh how do I do this what's this what's that and what's happening and you're like I could have done it myself but yes the first time doing something is always going to be the hardest each time it's going to get easier and the more responsibility they have the more understanding they have it will get easier so just think about our kids they didn't walk and run straight away it was a progressive thing so you know if it's that time and just going through a couple of times you can be like right here you go Um, and have a have a conversation recognize it um, call it out because you're going to be exhausted how can we prevent that you need to then share the load if you know ask them can you leave earlier from work or have flexibility and things like that don't just have that assumption that you need to carry it all definitely see what you can do to share the load both domestically um, you know kit child caring responsibilities and the like have that conversation just have it in the time that works for you but definitely my biggest one of my biggest ins as well is about sharing the load and just on that and building on that around sharing the load it's also about uh, my other in as well is about communicating and don't be afraid to ask I know in 2023 I was so many times, particularly in a professional setting. I'm like, oh, should I ask this? Should I not? The times that I asked, I was so thankful that I did. I actually got what I you know, what I generally asked for, because I, you know, it was a good reason and I wasn't questioned. Sometimes I was ready for the rebuttal at the end. No, nope, it was there. So I know as women, and I was um if even reflecting the other night, my husband's like, Whoa, this and that. I was like, I wouldn't have called that out, but he did. So it's really interesting as well. Men will often call it out. They'll, you know, lead louder and, and things. So that's where it is for you. You know, for mums is about then communicating. Don't be afraid to ask. And just on that as well, believe in yourself. My word for 2023 is actually belief and, and belief. Um, just to be able to back myself. So in with you as well. Just make sure you've got that belief. You know, have the confidence. Ask the question. Because the more that you ask the question, the more confident you're going to be. You're going to exercise that muscle. So just communicate. And definitely ask the question and ask, don't be afraid to do so. Um, And my last one as well is around boundaries. Definitely my in for 2024 is about setting boundaries and trying to stick to those where possible. Yeah, sometimes they may blur, but then try and resort back to, no, this is, say, work and this is home or, you know, what it is, um, you know, this is my exercise time and, and, you know, being clear on that as well. So definitely being really clear on your boundaries. So defining what you want those boundaries to be, what do they look like, communicate them out to people and then go ahead and live them. So moving on from that, so conversing on the flip side, it's about out. What are my outs? What do I not want to see in 2024? Number one, the guilt. The guilt of being, of being made to feel guilty for wanting to be a mum and also have a career. Love to see the end of that. Uh, another one is about men not helping. So what am I in with for 2024? It's my, certainly my out of men not helping. I'm just over it. They need to share the load um, and there's no excuse. Uh, definitely as well. Out is cupcakes for recognition for International Women's Day. And yeah, just recognise people throughout the year and make the policies to support working mums. Um instead. And also as an out, worrying about things that we can't control. There's there's elements that we just are completely out of our control. We can't do anything about it. Don't worry about it. We're too busy we're too exhausted. Just focus on what you can control and also what's best for you and your family. And then as well about the out of your whole identity being wrapped up as just a mum. Yes, motherhood is a very big part of who we are and our identity, but we still were also a person before we became a mum. We had interests. We had things that we, you know, filled filled our cups. So what is that? Getting back to who you are and, and what makes you happy as well. Uh, you know, for me personally, it's about making sure I can go for a run and, and things like that. But my identity is not just about motherhood. And it's also about, you know, some of that's that real self-discovery of who am I after kids as well. So definitely trying to remove some of those, uh, you know, patriarchal systems as well as as an out for 2024 and really embracing, look, this is working parent life. This is working mum life. We need all the support we can get to make it happen. Um, So they were a little bit of my, you know, ins of, you know, really prioritizing self and male champions of change, communicating the load. Um, and sharing the load and setting boundaries and outs as being made to feel guilty um, and those societal expectations sometimes and, and demystifying and debunking those men not helping cupcakes of recognition worrying about things we can't control and you're you know out as your identity as just being a mum I don't know i say that in what way but you know you're so much you know mum is a part of your identity and you need and we all need to to remember who we were beforehand as well even I remember a friend of mine actually saying about, you know, you had a relationship with your husband before you had kids. So remember that and don't let that go because that needs work as well. So welcome back to the very first episode of 2024. I hope this has been good for you. I hope hope you've had just a few little things to help you reflect on how you want to think and feel and the mindset that you want to take into this year. Definitely as a working mom, as things are about ramping up and I know there's kids already going back to school in some states and... And really wanting you to to have a really um, growth-filled year so you can really you know live and um, live your best life we only get one life so let's live the best way possible and I know and I've seen this last year and personally the more that we can work on our mindset to really think about how we're feeling the stories that we're that are influencing maybe some negative elements to it you know let's debunk you know some of those myths about what it's like to be a working mum. Have you know rewire our brain a little bit around that working mum mindset. So, as always, if I would be really, 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 really appreciative if you'd be able to leave ideally a five star rating or review about the podcast, and uh, you know share this with any other friends um, or family that you think that would be interested. And as always, um, yeah, this the Working Mum Village is going to open its doors in the next couple of weeks. So. Look forward to connecting with you throughout the year. If you've got any ideas for topics, that would be amazing. Um, Always reach out, karina at workingmama.com.au or follow us on the socials at Working Mama Community on Instagram and we're also on LinkedIn and I'm happy to connect with you on LinkedIn as well. Until next week, have a good one. Cheers. Bye.